You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter Podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by the Black Tux. My name is Matt Lupe, and I'm a Twitter admin and blogger with PHL Eagles Nation. And today I'm joined by Sean McMenamin and Logan Banker, who are both bloggers of PHL Eagles Nation. Today, first, we'd like to open this by wishing our wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, a happy birthday. And we'll be discussing a few ways that the Eagles can save money this offseason by potentially cutting, trading, or restructuring any players' contracts. So, Logan, who do you think the Eagles can save some money with? Yeah, so outside of um, avoiding the obvious with uh, Nick Foles and his contract, uh, one guy they can look to move on from is Jason Peters, who's set to have a $13 million cap hit next season. So over the last two seasons, as everyone knows, Peter's been very injury prone. He suffered a torn ACL and MCL last season. And then this season, he suffered a torn bicep and also suffered a quad, quad injury. And when that's combined with his age at 37 years old, he, does, he just doesn't really have the strength anymore to consistently finish games strong and also come out of every game healthy, which is obviously a very big issue. And um, so uh, Baitai has filled in at times for Peters when he's been out. And he's done a decent job at left tackle when he's had to start. But I'm not ready to say yet that he's ready to be a full-time starter. So it kind of complicates the issue a bit and um hopefully the team is able to try to restructure um Jason Peters contract but I'd kind of be surprised if he take a pay cut knowing that he's taking a risk playing another season and he's putting himself at risk to more injuries so um no one's going to trade for uh the contract that Jason Peters has so he is at risk of being cut if the team does feel comfortable by tight or finds another player that they, they could move on from to start a left tackle yeah I agree I think uh Jason Peters has played to his full potential and pretty much gave everything he has left in the tank. So it'll be uh, difficult to see him with the team next year, but anything can happen at this point. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're ever going to see like anything more out of Peters that we've already seen. I mean, he's getting up there in age um, and also a big possibility this offseason is retirement. I know we've talked about Jason Peters in a previous podcast. You can check that out on our um, anchor site, but we mentioned that um, Peters wants to continue playing until he has to stop, and I don't think the Eagles will let um, money come in the way of that. If Peters has the desire to be on the field, maybe he will take that pay cut and restructure his contract a little bit. But um, I see Peters on the roster next year, even if he's not starting, even if they draft an offensive tackle high, um, just to have that mentor on the team and um, that veteran presence. Yeah, absolutely. It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens with Peters. And um, there's not many left tackles available in trades. You know, they can target at least enough that are um, good enough money-wise where they won't have to spend big bucks for a left tackle. Another offensive lineman, he's not necessarily at risk of being cut or traded, but he is a potential uh, restructure candidate, and that's Brandon Brooks. He suffered the torn Achilles in the last game of the season against the Saints. He should be ready for week one, but like I said, he's a good restructure candidate. Similar to him, Rodney McLeod, who will also most likely be ready for week one. 
he restructured restructured his contract because of his health situation to kind of help the team out. He was set to make nine million dollars. Now he's down to four million dollars. And um, Brandon Brooks is set to make eleven million this season. I think uh, hopefully him and Howie can come into agreement on a more non guaranteed incentive based deal that will have a cheaper base salary, and that would really help the team. Um, lowering both his uh, cap and opening up more money for them to use in free agency. Yeah, over the past few years, we've seen Howie Roseman just do some or make some magic happen and get players in, bring them in for cheaper and re-sign them. So I think he'll definitely, if Brooks needs to, or if he needs to restructure his contract, then he will do so in order to sign the other players uh, that are needed for next season. Yeah, I think um, one thing that's important is this, those Philadelphia teams that we've seen in the previous seasons, they have like this big unity towards them. They all want to win and they have a, core group of guys that can put that together and Brandon Brooks is one of them um, he's locked up for the near future and um, he's also a core player on that offensive line and I think he will definitely want to help out the team especially if his fellow offensive linemen if they need to clear up some money on that end of the deal um, and kind of help this team help other positions out with that money and if it comes down to restructuring his contract. I hope that he will be willing to do that because it'll help the team out a lot. Um, going to the other side of the ball, one guy that could get cut um, is Tim Jernigan, defensive tackle. Tim is still in the young end of his career. He's only 26 years old, but he did miss 13 regular season games in the 2018 season because um, he did have back surgery over the off season and which sidelined him for more than half the season itself, but then um, he would re-aggravate his back injury or have some back spasms and keep him out for a couple games after that. So that was a real put a real toll on the Eagles' defensive line because they didn't have the run-stopping, pass-rushing defensive tackle in Tim Jernigan. It was basically just Fletcher Cox in the middle doing all the work himself. He's set to make... Um, uh, to have a $13 million cap hit in the 2019 season, which is a lot for a player that only gave three regular season games last season and two playoff games. You don't know if he's going to reach his full potential again. And if they cut or trade him, they will save $11 million. But I don't think a trade is very likely because of this um, big deal, especially coming off the injury that he did. Um, and also the one thing the Eagles will be looking to do this offseason is, is to get younger at the defensive line position. The draft is very deep in this position, and they're definitely going to be looking at the defensive tackle position, which makes Jernigan replaceable. Yeah, so with Jernigan, the, the whole injury that he had, it was kind of a freak situation. I think he got hurt. I'm pretty sure it was something where the t- he didn't uh, work out that the team didn't agree with, like he was doing some exercise that the team didn't want him doing, so... It um, obviously caused a lot of turmoil between him and the organization. But I think we saw once Jernigan did get back on the field and he looked healthy, he was a really key force in the defensive line. They really stepped up their pass rush down the stretch in the season. Um, obviously, he didn't really um, play too well in the Saints game, nor did, or down the stretch at least in the Saints game, similar to the entire defensive line because they didn't really get that much pressure on Drew Brees. But I just kind of see Jernigan as um, too much of a key force in the defensive line to cut. But I really hope that um, they could restructure his deal. Um, and I would think that Jernigan would be open to it if it's in- incentive-based because he'll be able to want to prove that uh, what happened last year was a fluke with the injury and he really will be himself again next season. Yeah, like you said, Logan, I think he really made his presence known last season when he did return from that injury. 
and he would be a key part of this team moving forward. But if we were not able to like restructure his contact contract and retain him for the 2019 season, I definitely think we could address the defensive line position through the draft or free agency. Yeah, if they decide to move on, there's definitely options out there, which I think is important. But one thing to note, um, I know Journey can only play for five games total in the whole season, including playoffs, but the team did have four wins over those five games. So he definitely did help out the defense a little bit, um, which is important to note when they make their final decision. But another uh, interesting player that might pop up in the Eagles trade block, or maybe they'll call around just to see if there's any value is cornerback Rasul Douglas. Douglas is only 23 years old. And this is kind of an interesting situation because the Eagles, although they're not known for a strong secondary, they have a lot of depth. Now, Jalen Mills, Avante Maddox, Sidney Jones, be the main guys. Craven LeBlanc is kind of a diamond in the rough that they found last season. And Ronald Darby might return. He's said to be hit the free agent market, but there might be some mutual interest to bring him back. Uh, the team has really failed to utilize Douglas well. He's gotten most of his reps on special teams, um, on defense in the regular season. He would average probably less than 5% in most games. Uh, there was a few games that he would get about one snap per game, which is inexcusable for a player like Douglas. He's very skilled. Um, has a few interceptions in his career, and he needs to be used more, especially when they struggled early on in the year with their secondary. Um, but the thing that kind of holds back a trade on the Eagles' end is he's at a very good price right now, even if he's not playing a, a lot, just over $846,000 for next season, which is very cheap for a young, solid quarterback. Um, they could definitely use him for a lot of, different ways in this defense if they utilize him right and that's a good price for that kind of player um but a, another thing that could make him replaceable is bringing in a veteran in the free agency because the eagles although they're very young at the secondary and that's good to have you kind of want a veteran presence like they had last year with peterson um i mean patrick robinson i'm sorry not peterson um and i think they can definitely add to the secondary doing that which would kind of make Douglas the um, last corner to go. And his value right now, he's a young player, which kind of helps his value, but he was only a third-round pick, I believe. So I would say he'd be a mid-round pick, maybe a fourth or fifth. So it doesn't give the Eagles a lot of value out of him, but maybe if they want to increase their trade picks or draft picks this season, they could pull the trigger. Yeah, it's definitely an option for Sewell Douglas. I think a lot of people are under the assumption that Eagles will stand pat with what they have at corner with Rasul Douglas and Craven LeBlanc, Avante Maddox, and uh, Jalen Mills and Sidney Jones. But um, I've seen a lot of people say because of that, the Eagles won't target a cornerback in the first round. But say a guy like um, DeAndre Baker, for example, slides to pick 25 or the Eagles select, he's certainly capable of being a clear-cut uh, number one corner that they're looking for. And while he's obviously not a veteran that you were mentioning that uh, he still is capable of being like the top corner for the Eagles and he has good size similar to Douglas. So they could dangle Douglas as a trade ship to more picks. They do have um, a few fourth round picks. So I don't know if they'd be too enticing getting another one, but I think it is definitely something they should look at. Yeah. I honestly think Rasul Douglas has tremendous tackling ability and he showed that when he did play last season with the Eagles. And I also think his coverage ability, they improved last year. So Moving forward, if we were able to keep him and he can stay on this roster for the future, I think we'll be in a good position because he's a younger player uh, that 
that can still play up to his potential moving forward. Yeah, so, I completely agree. Um, Douglas is a solid player, but like you said, Logan, uh, if they get an extra pick out of him or somebody in the draft, um, he's kind of the odd end of the deal. So um, we'll just see what happens. Kind of depends who's on the market in the free agency that they could snag for a good price or if the draft goes um, well in the cornerback perspective. Yep, it's definitely something to look for, to look ahead to. And for the, my player, uh, I said Nelson Aguilar. He's a, uh interesting talking point this offseason due to uh, what the team will eventually do, decide to do with Golden Tate. Uh, and the fact that both Aguilar and Tate have played in the slot. And the, for me, I think Aguilar only had one truly productive season in the 2017-18 campa- campaign, but also last season. But in the team Super Bowl run, he had many electrifying touchdowns and had a great game in the Super Bowl with nine receptions for 84 yards as he made some big catches on the drive where Ertz scored the, that game-winning touchdown. So I would like to keep Nelson Aguilar, but with the other needs in the offense, I'm not sure if he will be a part of this Eagles team in 2019. And but He does have uh, the ability to take the top off the defense, so that's definitely one of his strong uh, points in, in his game but it, it's an interesting scenario so the birds may even try to trade Aguilar in order to address more pressing needs on the roster for the 2019 season yeah I, I wrote about um, the issue with Nelson Aguilar and Golden Tate and while I did say that um, the Eagles should prefer Aguilar over Golden Tate I think the nine million dollar uh, figure that's next to Aguilar's name is certainly an issue because he's not included in the offense like a nine million dollar receiver and he doesn't play like a nine million dollar receiver and another thing, too, is after this season, say the Eagles do hold on to Aguilar, they have to extend him then or else they'll lose him for practically nothing if he walks in free agency. So it's something they have to look at. And um, it, they w- it'd be tough replacing Aguilar in the offense, but say they do get Golden Tate, I'm sure they'd find a way to include him, and Golden Tate would probably be cheaper than Aguilar, too. So Aguilar is definitely another guy you have to look out for. Yeah, um, I think – it's kind of unfair to say that Aguilar had a bad year last year because of the inconsistent quarterback play with um, a turnover from Foles to Wentz back to Foles. Wentz wasn't 100%. So um, I think people going out and saying that Aguilar had a bad year, it's really fair to say to him because on many occasions he did get open on his own. The ball either was just not thrown to him or it was overthrown or something like that. Um but I think Aguilar is definitely important to keep on this roster because he's very young. They spent a first-round pick on him years back, and um, they just kind of have to make that decision between him or Golden Tate because they're similar players, um, but they, I would only see them keeping one. And one thing that's kind of interesting is the apparent asking price for Antonio Brown is about a second-round pick and a valuable wide receiver replacement and uh there's a lot of buzz going around for eagles fans saying would you do a second round pick and nelson Aguilar for antonio brown personally i would not because you'd have two wide receivers toward the end of their their careers with um alshon jeffrey and antonio brown if you keep golden tate i mean would you have like two or three more years out of uh each receiver so that gives you no youth but Definitely something the Eagles might want to look at if they're interested in Antonio Brown. Yeah, the whole the Antonio Brown conversation is a completely separate uh, conversation everything. But um, 
I mean, just because of his uh, dollar sign, it's kind of the same issue with Aguilar, where do you really want to pay Antonio Brown $23 million? And I think the team would prefer keeping the pick and keeping Aguilar over going after Antonio Brown and mm-hmm. that uh, very big contract. So it's kind of difficult. Yeah, it's a major talking point, but I agree with you guys. I think we should uh, keep Aguilar in that draft pick for the future uh, for potential piece that could lead us to another Super Bowl. Yeah, all great points. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion, um, maybe if you agree or disagree with any of our players, um, if they should leave the Eagles or not, just send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter. And check out our latest articles through phlsportsnation.com. Logan wrote about three players that the Eagles could trade for this offseason. Sean wrote about the buzz on Broad Street, a review of all Philadelphia teams. And mine was a look at why the Eagles should not be scared to sign players with quote-unquote locker room issues. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms and tune in next time for more Birds banter. Go Birds. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Go Birds.